In this life, people aim for love. The idea of love has a few levels of understanding. On the simplest level, we understand love as an attitude to each other which is based on the ethical code. It is also a form of love. Actually, love is an extremely wide and high idea, but what ordinary people mean by love is an attitude of respect, gratitude, attraction to each other and attachment. In my view, attachment ruins love. However, people get used to the idea that if I love someone and this person loves me too, we must do something good for each other. Nowadays, lots of people hit on the idea that a person doesn't owe anything to anyone. That depreciates the idea of love. If nobody owes anything to other people, it'll cause a lack of responsibility, which, in turn, will lead to a lack of love. All of this will ultimately result in trouble. Such are the games of the mind. From the point of view of Kriya, which I'm teaching now, love is constant care and concern for someone, to make it possible for them to grow and acquire self-understanding. Such solicitude is a form of spirituality. To love is also to regularly send your attention to someone, if two people love each other, they think of each other all the time and are attracted to each other. Our personality makes a decision to be attracted because there is an object and a desire to see it and to stay nearby. There can be spiritual love, to God or to a master. There is also ordinary human love to a man or to a woman. It is accompanied by the continual longing for someone and missing them. People usually say, I'm longing for him or her. I can't stand it anymore. Actually, they can't fully understand what sort of feeling that is. Love should add wings to people, causing creative upheaval in them. In fact, a loving person loves everything. But there is someone who has provoked such a situation. If you say that you love someone very much, can these words be real and the complete truth? If you don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? If I can't understand my own attitude to myself, I won't understand how to treat another person. But the feeling of love appears beyond our mind. A person doesn't understand, but loves. In this case, you should ask yourself if it is really love or it's just an attachment. It also might be your wish to satisfy a desire for the sake of the desire itself. In fact, you don't love a person, but want just to satisfy your own desires. But if you really love someone, then, looking at other people, you'll experience the same feeling of love. You'll feel love, relaxation and inner joy. So, as you see, I've scrambled everything together. Now try to puzzle it out. There also might be love in the form of compassion. You can sympathize with someone having pity for this person, or you can show a stronger feeling of compassion with a desire to help. Both of these are forms of love. As I've said before, the idea of love is extremely wide, subtle and unclear, 
because love is a feeling, an experience. We repeat the word love and say that it's necessary to love. But how is it possible to teach people to love if they've never experienced this feeling? If a child is growing without love because no one gives him love, how will he love himself and other people? A great transformation of this person is necessary, so that love could be awakened in him. So, love is not a word or idea, it's an experience, a constant feeling of goodness, solicitude. This energy, when sent regularly, manifests itself as sainthood. I think love is a divine feeling. When two people love each other, they think these are they who love. But actually, they only experience a mutual feeling given to both of them by the Creator. This divine energy has united them. I'm not talking about physical aspects now, but about the experience which is far beyond psychophysiology, beyond standard body reactions. <coughs> Though this experience changes chemical makeup of the body too. No doubt there are physical reactions of the body. Yet the feeling of love is born on the astral plane. If this divine feeling is taken away from these people, what is left? Only the two people who wonder where their love is. There was love between them, but now there is no love lost. You can also experience love as a form of unity when two people unite to reach one mutual aim. A mighty flame can lose its intensity and become an ordinary fire. Then, finally, it turns into embers. But embers are nothing else than fire, a form of fire, but less intense. Embers in love is something that is left, respect and devotion of souls to each other. All souls that love each other in this world experience a feeling of affinity which was born in previous incarnations. A person might love someone but doesn't realize that, in fact, this feeling of love is just his or her past life experience. If people live together for a long time, the intensity of feelings goes down, and they say that their love has disappeared. They usually say, everything was okay for a few years, but then our love flew away, and now I've fallen in love with another person. It can be explained by past life contacts and relations, which come into your present life. This is the way how karmic laws operate. Ultimately, people should perceive love as universal energy. We must learn to give this energy to everyone, without distinction. I say energy, so you could understand that love is emanation. When you are in the state of oneness, in the state which is beyond duality, you emanate love continually. You just love and see the Creator in everything around you. This form of love is the highest and is called unconditional love. If you love a particular person because he or she is fine-featured, it doesn't matter. The mind is always dividing and analyzing. In Tao or in Siddha Yoga, for example, there are no such ideas as ugly, unattractive or wrong, abnormal. The absolutely manifested Creator, who is perfect, doesn't have anything that could be ugly or abnormal. 
But people's mind separates. This is good and that is bad. This is beautiful and that is ugly. It says, my partner was fine, but now he or she has changed and gained weight, so I don't love him or her anymore. All of this can be explained by the fact that there can be different levels of attachment or love. Some people have love located in Muladhara chakra, others in Svadhisthana, Manipura or even in Anahata chakra. Even if love is located in the heart center, Anahata chakra, it is accompanied by some negative emotions, for example, by offense. Anahata chakra has two sides. From its opposite side, it is anti-chakra. It means that this chakra combines different types of qualities, high and negative. If the opposite side of this chakra is more active, love here will be absolutely different, with insults and lots of trouble. It's necessary to clear yourself and to raise yourself above all these negative emotions. We should learn to look at people indiscriminately and to treat them in the same good way. To reach that, you should learn to love yourself, to find your higher self and to rise above ordinary attachments. These attachments look like this. I like that I have such beautiful hair. I like that I have this or that and other people don't have it or vice versa. That's a pity I don't have something that my friends have. In fact, such separating leads people to suffering. To avoid suffering, people should learn to rise above this separation. It's impossible to give words to the idea of love. How can we love then, if we don't know what love is? Transform your consciousness so that you could experience continuous joy. Go beyond your ego. Strive for peace where the feeling of love appears. This feeling rises slowly, like the sun at dawn, and then starts streaming like sunlight. Like sunlight, the light of love gradually becomes brighter and brighter. Feelings are arousing. There can be breaks. Love appears like a light flash, then fades. The cycle will repeat again and again, until the light flash stays for a longer time. Eventually it will fade, but you will continue keeping tranquil joy inside. You will just love without a desire to be loved. This is how masters feel and live. They emanate love and don't judge people. Such a view of life expels judgments. And if we never compare or judge, we'll know what real love is.